If you're sitting down at your desk right now, put your arms out to the side and just rotate around, okay? So everything within your arm's reach is your, your local environment for this little exercise. What's within your arm's reach? Whatever is within the local environment, whatever you can reach is gonna dictate your behavior. Hey friend, welcome back to the Empire Podcast Show. It's another Craig Solo Rant episode and I want to dedicate this show to one of my mentors who just passed away recently, the three-foot giant, Sean Stevenson, the author of Get Off Your Butt. So just in case there's any confusion, there's two Sean Stevensons, two amazing Sean Stevensons in this world. I'm not talking about Sean Stevenson, S-H. A-W-N Stevenson, who wrote Sleep Smarter. He is still alive and well, but I'm talking about Sean Stevenson, the three-foot giant, S-E-A-N, and Stevenson with a P-H. He was actually one of my therapists. So Sean was a certified therapist, but he was also, more importantly, literally three feet tall. He had a, a bone disease where his bones fractured all the time. And it was a life-changing moment when he was 19 years old, when Tony Robbins carried Sean Stevenson across the firewalk that Sean decided to dedicate his life to ridding the world of insecurity. And he, he went on to live an amazing life. He always did these workout videos on YouTube and Facebook. He had videos on Facebook, motivational videos that were watched over 50 million times. He became one of the best motivational speakers. He was happily married. And unfortunately, accidents happened and, and his life was cut short. And he taught me something at our breakthrough day, which is the, the, ther the therapist day that I had with him that he had in his business. And I hired him for that because I need help just like you need help. Bedros has gone to a therapist. Almost every entrepreneur that we know who has broken through the seven and eight figure barrier has gone and gotten therapy. So it's nothing to feel weird about, that's for sure. And so when I hired Sean, he left me with this one quote that I live by today. And I'm gonna share that quote with you at the end of the show after I go through the 10 mindset tips. Today is all about mindset. It is all about giving you the mental strength to do everything, every tactical tool and tip and strategy that we give you here on the show so that you take it to the next level. Because if we are brutally honest, brutally, brutally honest, everything that you need to know for success, you can go to the library and get it. You can get Dan Kennedy books. You can get 100-year-old copywriting books. You can buy those on Amazon. You can watch YouTube videos with Frank Kern and Bedros and myself and Bedros, all the Empire shows. I mean, we ain't charging you a penny for this show. And there's no reason why you can't build a seven-figure business with what we've taught you on this show tactically. But what's that thing stopping you? And it is often up here. Okay, It's often up in our heads. And, and I know. I know because I've had so many things I've had to overcome in my life. You know, the, the introverted tendencies that made me want to hide away in life. Man, if I was, you know, even 1% as the people person that Sean Stevenson was, the amazing, loving guy, I mean, I just aspire to be like that part of his life, you know, I would be even more successful than I am right now. And so I'm always improving every single day. And so I've used these mindset tips to overcome the anxiety, the introverted, this, the binge drinking, the this, the that, the other thing, just like Bedros has used these as well. And when we were able to overcome those things, 
like when Bedros was able to go to Dr. Kevin, his therapist, and overcome his issues, you know, that that he got from you know, his troubles when he was a youngster, just like maybe you got some troubles when you were a youngster and you need to overcome those things and break free of the chains and break out of the box. When you're able to do that, now all of a sudden, it's like taking a race car. It's like taking uh, Bedros' uh, Nissan GTR, taking the Godzilla. And you know, when you are in those boxes and when you're struggling, stuck and struggling with those chains from the past, it's like you're spinning your wheels in mud. But when you go and get these mindset tips, when you get the therapy to release yourself, it's like taking the GTR and putting it on the pavement, boom, 200 miles an hour down the road. Not that Bedros drives 200 miles an hour down the road. Although he tried last night when we were coming home from dinner. But you know, I think he was doing about just a little over 100 miles an hour. But that car can go. And just like how you can go when you free yourself. So what I'm going to launch into now are the 10 mindset tips and then give you that bonus one from Sean that changed my life in the last couple of years. Okay, you ready? We're gonna enjoy this, all right? We're gonna get Preacher Craig up in the house here today. Number one, you have got to think bigger and bolder. Okay, bigger and bolder. I know what it's like to come from a small town, to have maybe not a negative family, but a family that didn't think big. You know, most of my, my relatives, my uncles, my cousins, truck drivers, farmers and truck drivers. And so, you know, you, you're at the mercy of a lot of outside elements. Oh, the recession, or the, you know, the weather, the drought, the this, the that, the, the prices of, of cattle, the prices of pigs, all that stuff. And you can't help but kind of like be angry at the world. And so if I would have stayed in that bubble, in that comfort zone, I wouldn't have been able to grow to my full potential. Not that I have grown to my full potential, but I am growing to my full potential. And so I understand how our environment could, could, influence our thinking and keep it small. But our environment can also influence our thinking to think bigger. Okay, earlier this year, one of the th best things I did was I went to a Grant Cardone sales boot camp. And I mean, holy cow, that guy spoke for four hours straight the first morning from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. He did not take a break. So you know how you go to most seminars, it's like an hour and it's like, oh my gosh, we gotta have a 10 minute break for the speaker or for everyone to, you know, heaven forbid anybody sits for an hour. No, four hours in a row, no breaks. I didn't even see him take a sip of water. But he was so high energy because he was so driven by his passion and purpose, but also by his big thinking, his 10x thinking. And so I was so glad just to be in the room. I could have like not heard anything. He could have been like muted. And all I would have saw was like the energy in the room and, and been around all these other people who had the same attitude towards life as I did, and it would have been worth $100,000, you know, basically 30x what I paid to be there, just because of that, the environment. So don't say, hey, listen, you know, this, that, or the other thing is stopping me from thinking big. You can get bigger thinking by watching YouTube videos, by being on Facebook groups, by doing all of the good stuff, by listening to the Empire podcast. We're going to fill your mind with good stuff. My friend Alan Cosgrove has a saying, like, in the morning, you're, you're, sorry, in life, your mind is like a garden. Plant good stuff. Plant good stuff and weed out the negative stuff so that you have a fertile place for your big ideas to grow. So think bigger, think bolder. You are capable of so much more. $100,000 a year, that's nothing. Million dollars a year, that's nothing. $10 million a year is still not even that much. So you gotta 
go and grow. Now, here's, here's pillar number two, mindset tip number two, which is led into by thinking bigger. It's because it's your duty and your obligation to go out and take your success to the world. If you're listening to this, chances are you have nothing but first world problems. You have all your needs met and you have a roof over your head, you have food on the table, you have water, you have hot water, you have air conditioning, you have a television. You shouldn't need a television. In fact, I say get rid of the television, but you don't have any real tough problems. So here you are, you've been blessed with all this stuff and what are you gonna do, sit around and watch Netflix and chill? You're gonna watch Netflix and chill after everything you've been blessed with? After everything you've been blessed with and all these people that have everything taken away from you in all these countries around the world and you're gonna watch Netflix and chill? That's your life? Netflix and chill, bro. Netflix and chill. No, no, no. It is go out there, it is your duty and obligation to take the gifts that you have been given to help the world, all right? You don't have to work every single hour, but you need to play up to your potential. So that is mindset tip number two. When you totally understand that, when you're bought into that, that is when you're gonna change your life and you're gonna change other people's lives. And this is how I overcame my anxiety. One of the ways I was able to overcome it, in addition to the breathing and all the physical stuff I had to do, was getting out of my own head. Stop letting my anxiety engine rev and my wheel spin. And no, instead I got out of my own head and I thought, anytime I feel down, why don't I go and help somebody else and lift them up and see what happens. And sure enough, every time I did that, every time I helped somebody else, I felt better. Even if I didn't make a dollar from it, even if I was just answering a question on Facebook from some person in a country who would never be able to afford my information, I was just like, hey, listen, read this. I made this article, I made this video, I made this YouTube uh, podcast, I made whatever it is. But please, here, take it and be successful. And that made me feel better. And you need to understand that if you're feeling down and bad, it's not because you don't have enough, it's because you haven't given enough. All right, number three, in order to give enough, you gotta be everywhere all the time. So a couple years ago at Fitness Business Summit, Bedros, he put the, like, the sticky camera thing up on the wall behind him and he was like, I'm gonna show you guys how to be everywhere all the time. And he did this video and he was like, he blasted it out to YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and he showed us how we could systematically, methodically, strategically, be everywhere all the time through empire builder thinking. So instead of making one video and only using it one place, you gotta think, how can I get this on all the social platforms? All the business media, as I call them. You know, my Facebook is my Fox, my YouTube is my ABC, my Instagram is my, is my NBC, and my LinkedIn is CBS. And you know, when we were growing up here in North America, those were the channels. And now you have all these social platforms that act as channels to broadcast your message. And you only need to make one piece of content and you can work with a team, like a virtual team, to distribute that content. Or do it yourself, but I prefer you didn't because empire builders don't do it themselves. They think about who can do it for me, not how can I do it. And you go out and you distribute that message and you get it transcribed and it becomes a blog post and an email and this and that. And all of a sudden, now you're heard by hundreds of thousands of people. Right? And I used to make this mistake. I was doing a podcast for 100 listeners. Right? I got to promote my book, do all these podcasts. Well, wait a minute. I just spent an hour doing a podcast for somebody that has 100 listeners, and it took me 15 minutes to get ready and 15 minutes to transition back into my regular work. And in that hour, I could have filmed five YouTube videos or five of my own podcasts that would reach 
hundreds of thousands of people. I have one YouTube video that's been watched four million times. What am I doing, doing the small stuff when I could be everywhere all the time through strategic leveraging of my time and skills? So that's what you're gonna do. Number three, you gotta be everywhere all the time. Number four, you have to make time for what matters and get stuff done. Make time for what matters and get stuff done. You cannot be reactive. If you are waking up in the morning and you, you cannot resist the iPhone or the Android or whatever you got, and you got, I gotta go and just, I'm just gonna check Instagram for five minutes. And the next thing you know, 30 minutes has gone by and now you're late, you gotta go and shower and you know, get the kids ready for school and, and you're lost. You're lost and you're like, oh yeah, I, was, I really gotta write that sales letter script. I guess I'll do it um, at lunchtime or I'll do it right after lunch. And then all of a sudden, all the fires break loose in your business and it's four o'clock and you're like, you know what, at 10 o'clock tonight I'll do it. And then, you know, it's Netflix and chill, you know, because this, the partner wants to do Netflix and chill tonight, you promised that. Or you had a drink or two and now your motivation's so low and your willpower has been reduced over the day. And then it's tomorrow and the same thing happens because you are not making time. You will never find time for what matters in life. It's not like time is under your bed with the ab rocker that you put away, okay? You do not find time. You make time for what matters. And when you've made the time, you said, hey, listen, I'm gonna get up tomorrow and for 90 minutes, I'm gonna GSD and I am going to write my scripts. You do not deviate from that. It is non-negotiable. I, I can rant and rave about this all day long because as much as or as great as Bedros is at helping you make money, I am better at helping you make time. And time is more important than money. It's the only currency we cannot make more of or get back. So you need to be able to use it properly. Use it properly. When you say you're gonna do something, you gotta deliver. Bedros had a really great post on Instagram the other week about self-confidence is making a promise to yourself and keeping it. So I'm not making promises so much to others, but I'm making promises to yourself and keeping it. If you let yourself down, your self-confidence will shrink and shrivel, and that's why you're like, oh, I'm not good at sales, or I can't get anything done, and the next thing you know, you're sliding back into bad habits. So make those promises about your time and keep them, all right? Really, that one really hits me in the heart. Number five, you must get people to act now, and you must never give up. So think about this. If you're a nutrition coach, you know, you know the information that can help solve the world's obesity problem. Help people not become diabetics, lose their legs, lose their lives. And yet, when someone says, ah, I'm, I'm not interested or I'm gonna think about it, and you're like, oh, I, I, don't, wanna, I don't wanna face rejection anymore, I'll let you die. Because basically that's what you're saying. And you cannot let that happen. You must be politely persistent. You must be a welcome guest, not an uninvited pest, but you must never give up. So if someone comes to you and inquires about your services, if somebody comes to your website and checks out your hoodies or whatever it is that you're selling, if somebody comes to your business in the doors and says, hey, listen, you know, I'd like to remodel my house. Listen, you need to help those people. If they don't buy that day, you gotta have a follow-up sequence in place because that person who needs to remodel their house is really saving their marriage, right? They got a crappy kitchen, their spouse hates it, you know, they're fighting all the time, and they need somebody to come along and remodel their home because obviously they need some additional help, but if that home doesn't get remodeled because you gave up on them, they're gonna keep fighting. 
If that person doesn't get nutrition help because you gave up on them because they were like, oh, I don't want to spend the money, but I should at least go and check it out. And, and they're like, oh, whew, they didn't make me buy, so I'm okay. And no, listen, you got to go and, and help those people. You got to collect their information. You got to send great quality entertainment and education their way. You know, that's why we put so much effort into making this podcast fun to listen to, fun to watch, high energy. We're not just sitting here like robots talking to you and boring the heck out of you, right? No, we're going to bring the energy for you so that you are like, man, they get me fired up and they give me great advice. I'm going to go and do it. And then we show up every week, right? You, you hear about all these people. I started a podcast. How many shows you got? Well, I got three and then I, you know, I quit for three months and then I went back and did another one. No, we're here every week for you because we will not give up on your dreams. Even if you start to give up on yours, we're not going to give up on them. We are going to be polite and persistent. We're going to get you to act now. You have to have deadlines and urgency in your business, in your offers. You've got to have great offers. And when you do that, you'll change people's lives, and that will change yours. Number six, you've got to be grateful. All right, so let's slow it down. Let's get a little woo-woo for a second here. You've got to be grateful. Bedros and I didn't come from the best backgrounds. I mean, his was harder than mine. This was way harder than mine, you know, coming from Armenia and all that sort of stuff. You know, on my side, you know, grew up not poor, dirt poor, but, you know, not a whole lot of stuff. And then you know, my dad was an alcoholic, and I could have been, you know, grumpy like him for the rest of my life, but I decided to change, and I changed through gratitude. And Bedro spends time in gratitude every day. Man, he is so grateful to be in the land of the free. I mean, that guy, you know, I always wonder, like, man, you know, people really love America, they live in America. And Bedros is like, he shows me why, right? Because of what he came from. I came from Canada. It's like a little mini America, right? And so it's like, isn't every country like this? But you know, when you come from a country like Armenia, where there was nothing, when he had nothing, when everything that you had was going to be taken away so you had less than nothing, and you come to a great land of freedom, now I can understand why he's so grateful for this place. And I'm just grateful for opportunity. I'm grateful for friends like Bedros, and I'm grateful for so many little things in life. And when you have that gratitude fueling you, when you have an attitude of gratitude, oh, it's amazing that it rhymes, right? You have the attitude of gratitude. That is what is going to fuel you to get through the hard times, right? Because you're going to go through hard times where you're like, ah, you know what? I've got the $100,000 business, and you know, we don't have the fanciest sports car. You know, maybe we have you know, BMW that's three years old. Oh, my God, heaven forbid, three-year-old BMW. Well, this is good enough. This is good enough. I'm fine. I'm going to settle. No, you're not. No, no, because you're just thinking internally. But remember what we talked about. It is your duty and obligation to help solve other people's problems. So forget about that. That's why you have to be, be grateful and go, listen, I got everything I need. Now I got to go out and help other people. That's what it's all about. That's number six, be grateful. Number seven, number seven, my friend, is get your environment right to get your life right. Two environments here, two environments. Your local environment. So. If you're sitting down at your desk right now, do this. If you're in a car, do not do this uh, if you're driving. But put your arms out to the side and just rotate around, OK? So everything within your arm's reach is your, your local environment for this little exercise. What's within your arm's reach? Your phone, your computer, peanut M&Ms. Peanut M&Ms are the best. But are those within reach? What about a soda or water or green tea or you know, the television clicker, or whatever it is, your iPad for Netflix, what's within your local environment? Whatever is within the local environment, whatever you can reach, is going to dictate your behavior. 
That phone's going to buzz, and you're going to put this thing on pause if you're watching this on your laptop, and you're going to spend 30 minutes going through text messages and Instagram, and then come back and go, oh, man, I don't have time to watch the rest of this episode. i got to go back to the other thing that I was doing because I just wasted 30 minutes on my phone because it was within my local environment, and the notifications got me hooked on the phone, right? Or bad food is within my reach, and so I'm going to eat the junk food. Oh, now I have low energy. So simple things like that, looking at your local environment, the more you have control over it, the more you will have control over your performance. Same with your bigger environment. Now this is a negativity, the people, the places that you go to. Look at those things with outside eyes. Imagine you were like a stern but loving teacher who came to your house and said, you know what, in high school we saw so much promise for you. I wanna see how you're living your life right now. Really, you go to happy hour four nights a week? Really? You, you, know, you eat a whole bag of Doritos while watching Netflix twice a week? Really? This, this is what happened? We, you, know, you know, in the teacher's lounge, we would all talk about how one day you were going to be the person who was most successful. And this is how you're living your life? Because of the environment that you're in, right? If you smoke, or if your friends smoke, you're going to smoke. If your friends are overweight, you're going to be overweight. If, you, if your friends are alcoholics, you're going to become an alcoholic. It is just research proven, Harvard research proven, that the environment you put yourself in is the person you become. Jim Rohn said it perfectly, and this quote, I quote it all the time because it's true. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And the great thing is, in this day and age, you know, back when they were doing, you know, Jim Rohn had that quote, there wasn't the positive social media. And I'm a big believer in positive social media. Being able to go to YouTube and watch videos like this. Being able to go to Facebook groups and get involved with positive, like-minded people. I block every single negative thing on any of the social medias. On Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. If anything causes me even that much stress and pressure, delete it, block it, never see it again. And so that I curate my social media to be positive because that's my environment that will influence me to become a better person. All right, number eight, you must follow your vision and be aligned in your life to destroy the excuses. So when you know what you want to achieve in life, when you know that, and you say, I commit to this path that was you know, chosen by me but laid out for me by all the gifts that I was given, when, you know, whatever higher power you might believe in, has, has given you gifts that will allow you to walk a path, a tough path, an uphill path, through mud, through muck, through the rain. It won't always be easy. But when you commit to that path because of your vision and you are aligned with it, like this is the type of person I am. I'm the type of person that never gives up. I'm the type of person that helps others. I'm the type of person that always does what they say. I'm going to continue to do that march every single day, every single day. And that is going to allow me to destroy excuses. Man. Man, tough day yesterday. I could sleep in today. No, you do not. You do not hit the snooze button. You do not fall victim to all of the excuses that are available to us. That's not what you do. That's not what an empire builder does. That's not what Bedros does. And I know that because Bedros doesn't do it, I'm not going to do it either. And I'm not going to be the weak link in this empire building chain here on the show. All right? So you got to get it in your head. That's mindset tip number eight. Mindset tip number nine goes along with that. You must have mind over matter. You must become not just emotionally resilient. So emotionally resilient means that when you get hit in the face, when, you know, I like to say that 
in your business, in your empire, you're going to have days when, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, spouse, you know, argues with you or leaves you. You're going to have days when your dog runs away. You're going to have days when you get kicked in the nuts or the gut or whatever it is you want to get kicked in. And there's going to be days when all those things happen. And those are the days you have to show up and still be your best. You still, a great leader is always better, is always bringing their best above and beyond their team members, even on their worst, worst day. So you gotta be your best on your worst day, and that's what a great leader does. And that's what an empire builder is, it starts with great leadership. And so, your mind must overcome any obstacle in the way. And so, that's emotional resilient, but you have to go beyond that to becoming what's called anti-fragile. Anti-fragile is like what a bone is. A bone gets stronger under stress. Right? We go and we do squats at the gym and our bone density goes up by putting stress on it. Most things, what they do is they get weaker under stress, but not the bone. And so, when stress comes your way, as stress came Bedros' way, in, in, as he describes in Man Up, he became stronger. He could have went one of two ways, right? He could have said, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go this way, man. This is too hard. I'm just going to you know, sell the business. I'm going to shut it down. Man, you know, when, when that person poured the coffee in the cleaner over all the contracts we had, we lost $650,000 in recurring revenue, I could have packed it in. I'm just going to pack it in. But he didn't. Instead, he became stronger. Sean Stevenson, born with osteogenesis imperfecta, I believe was the disease, broke his bones 200 plus times in his life. His bones, it was described, were like crystal. They would break like that. He broke his femurs. Man. This, this guy, you would not blame him for saying, okay, you know what, I'm just going gonna, gonna to relax. I'm going to hide away from the world. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to be seen like this. No, he embraced life. He became stronger from the stress. He became anti-fragile. And he went on to change 50-plus million lives. I remember seeing the numbers on his Facebook video where he's putting these sticky notes up. And it was like music, and he was dancing, and there were sticky notes. And I've seen him come into a presentation, and he has these three rules when you do a presentation. You make people laugh, you make people cry, and you change your lives. I saw him do this in 10 minutes. He made us howl with laughter because he had a dirty sense of humor. And then he told us a really, really moving story. And there was people crying in the audience. And I'm pretty good with opening my eyes, you know, when, when my eyes start to, to water because there's dust in them sometimes, you know. And then he, he gave us that piece of advice that, that changed every one of my presentations after. Make them laugh, make them cry, change their lives, boom, you're a great speaker. And so he could have went the path of least resistance, but he did not. He leaned into it. He leaned into the rejection that life gave him and overcame it and got stronger every single day. Became a therapist to go and help people like me. I know so many high performers, obviously I can't name them, that went to him for help. That went to the three-foot giant for help because he got stronger every day. So that's what you must do as well, especially if you're blessed with no physical issues, no mental issues. Man, you have no excuses. No more Netflix and chill. No, ugh, drives me nuts. Netflix. Now, all right, finally, number 10. Number 10, my friend, number 10. I know, Preacher Craig, bring in the fire here. Hot, hot, hot. All right, number 10 is you got to set your ego aside. Set your ego aside and get coaching. You do not know better than all of the mentors out in the world. You don't know better than Tony Robbins. You don't know better than Bedros. You don't know better than Sarah Blakely. You don't know better than these people. And yet you don't go and get advice from them. You don't hear their presentations. You don't follow them on you know, really good people on social media. 
and you're going it alone. You're suffering in silence. And when you suffer in silence, everything's put on your back and the stress and pressure builds up. And the more the stress and pressure builds up, the greater the explosion, the greater it's going to blow. So if you're being that person right now, like Bedros was five years ago, suffering in silence, you know, like, remember that movie, The Green Mile, Mar Michael Clark Duncan, he's the guy, he sees somebody in pain and, you know, he, he takes their pain, he inhales it, takes it away from them, he takes it on. You're that person in your business, in your family, in your life, you know, your kids are suffering, you t I'm going to take that on, your clients are suffering, hey, put, put it on my back, you know, your team members, I can't get this done, don't worry, I'll do it, you put it on your back and it's destroying you, it's destroying you one help at a time and I can't let that go on anymore. That's why we do this show. We do this show for you, my friend. We do this show for you. So set your ego aside and ask for help. Whether it is sending us a message, sending it to me or Bedros on Instagram, or dropping a comment on our YouTube, or going to our Facebook pages, or coming to our Empire Summit, or Empire Mastermind, whatever it is, just ask for help, okay? There's no weakness in asking for help. There's weakness in not asking for help, as our friend Tim Grover says in his book, Relentless. There's weakness when you suffer in silence because you're not strong enough to ask for help. Always ask for help because you do not know better and you can't go it alone forever. And so one day I took my own advice and I was at a, a meeting with Joe Polish and Bedros. We were in Joe's uh, group for a while and Sean Stevenson was sitting right beside me and he was telling dirty jokes as other people were speaking because Sean is, was a funny guy. And I was like, Sean, you know, I, I know how gifted you are. Do you do, you do coaching or anything? Because, you know, I need some help. And he's like, yeah, I got this ther uh, therapy day. It's 12 hours. Me and Sean Stevenson, tw 12 hours of anybody and me alone. That's some weird stuff. But, hey, listen, Sean and I, from 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. on a Saturday two years ago, Sean broke me down, built me back up, and he left me with this one phrase that I live by. And it's funny because I used to see this posted online thinking this is so stupid. Whatever. Nobody lives like this. Nobody believes that. And by the time I left that day, I was like, oh my gosh, Craig, you idiot, which I said for the millionth time in my life. I, I said, this is a phrase that you must live by for the rest of your life. And it showed through in this podcast. It shows through in every show that I do. It shows through in every time I talk to you, every time I meet you at the Empire Summit, every time I meet somebody or you know, get questions from them online and I make videos. I live by this. Writer downer here. Do one thing that scares you every day. One thing that scares you every day. One thing you don't want to do. Sometimes it's going to be small, right? Like, oh, you know, I'm introverted. I don't want to chit-chat with the person at Starbucks, but I'm going to ask them how their day is. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them. Like, I used to not talk to people because I was like so tongue-tied even. I mean, like, oh, my, you know, my marbles in my mouth, and I can't really say anything properly, you know? Like, that's how bad it was, and it was just, it, it kept me suffering, you know? And on the other hand, when it's like, okay, listen, I'm going to go and talk to these people. I'm going to go and do all these videos. I don't want to do these videos. I don't want to tell these embarrassing stories about how my, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and, you know, he's verbally abusive. And I don't want to tell that. I don't want to share that in public because what are people going to think of me? Nothing. Nobody cares. We all got our own problems. What am I, I don't want to tell people about my anxiety attacks. Nobody cares, Craig. They want it. They need to hear that. They need to hear about your struggles so that they can relate to you and take action on the stuff that you will tell them to do. Because if everyone thought, hey, listen, that Grant Cardone guy, he's perfect. 
Man, he's got it all. Listen, if nobody sat there and said, well, he was a drug addict, and he was this, and he was that, and he wasn't actually successful until he was 45. He's 62 years old, and people only see him now, but you got to go back. If you really, you know, the reason why people truly believe in him is because he can say, when I was 45, I was struggling. When I was 25, I was a drug addict, and I struggled at this, this, this. Worked at McDonald's for $2 an hour, he said. And if people didn't see that side, they'd be, oh, that's unattainable. But because he came from nothing and he became something, just like you came from nothing and you became something, whether it's in a fitness transformation or a business transformation or a speaking present uh, transformation, whatever it is, people need to see that. And so they need you to do one thing that scares you every day, to lean into rejection. You know, it's classic, boy sees girl, boy doesn't talk to girl, boy loses girl. You know, you got to have the strength to be rejected. So lean into that and do one thing that scares you every day. Some days it'll be that small little conversation at Starbucks. And other days, my friend, it'll be something that just terrifies you. Maybe it's like skydiving, right? Last summer, when I went to South Africa, we went to South Africa for a safari, and then we went up to Zimbabwe, and there's a place called Victoria Falls there, one of the uh, natural wonders of the world, and there's a jump where you jump off this cliff, 273 feet, and it's, a, it's not a bungee, it's a swing, and it swings you out over the water, and I saw my friends do it, and I said, I don't want to do it. And then we left. I didn't do it. Four guys, there was five of us that went, four guys did it, I didn't do it. And then the next 24 hours, I could barely sleep. I, I, all I could think of was, this is the greatest, one of the greatest regrets of your life. And fortunately, the next day, we went back. And I just walked up, and I remembered Tim Grover's advice, don't think. And so I walked, you know, and I got the harness. I at least put the harness on before I jumped. But I walked up, I didn't think, and I just jumped. And it was freeing. It was freeing. And I did one thing that scared me that day, that's for sure. So there will be days where you do one thing that scares you, like literally jumping off a cliff. And there'll be one thing in the days where you do something that scares you that is just you know, overcoming your shyness or getting out of your comfort zone or asking for help. But do one thing every day that scares you, all right? Honor Sean with me, okay? Sean changed my life. By changing my life, I'm able to change your life. And it all goes back like this virtuous cycle to honoring and respecting a man who, who could have hidden away in life. And didn't. He became the greatest version of himself. And if he can become the greatest version of himself with those physical limitations, it's because he did so with the strongest mindset that he could ever develop. So go check out a little bit more about Sean Stevenson. And when you're ready to ask for help, drop me and Bedros a direct message on Instagram because we're going to change your life. All right. And when you get a chance to do that, head over to iTunes, give us a little rate, uh, five-star rating and review. And let us know what you think of these uh, Craigery rants here, Preacher Craig coming out. We'd love to know if you'd like more solo episodes from B or from myself, because all that matters is us serving you. Talk to you soon.